Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 286. I see you out there. You've spent months crafting your offer. You've maybe built a course or an ebook or something that you are so proud of. And you know that people need what it is that you've created, but there's still one thing that keeps you up at night, the launch. Like what if all the work that you've put in and the thing you've created goes live and crickets? Like what if no one buys what you're selling? The launch is the most crucial phase of the entire process, and sometimes we can get so wrapped up in the thing that we're creating that we run out of the mental stamina to craft a launch that leads to sales. Now, if you're sitting there listening to this with your hand raised saying, yes, that's me, I'm feeling run down and worried about my launch, or what is a launch, or how do I do a launch, then this is your episode. I am so excited to introduce you to Tarzan K, a launch strategist who helps entrepreneurs craft launch copy that converts. She argues that you don't need a big email list. You need a mindset shift that will turn your list at any size into a moneymaker. Now, what I'm excited about about this show, and I want to preface this because it's really important, is if you start listening to this and it feels too big, too scary, we're talking so out of your league that you're like, I don't even understand the language that they're using, keep listening because as this episode goes, you are going to uncover the steps that Tarzan took And we're going to reveal a secret towards the end that is going to shock you. And I'm not just saying that. I feel like Chris Harrison on The Bachelorette, this is the most shocking episode ever. But here's the thing. What I love is, is that as we continue this conversation and I ask questions that will help you no matter where you're at, we are going to uncover some amazing, amazing facts that are going to empower you to launch whatever it is you're working on with confidence to get results. So are you ready? Here is Tarzan K. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. 
If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Thanks to FabFitFun for supporting Gold Digger. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. Use the coupon Gold Digger for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Thanks to Noom for supporting Gold Digger. Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better. Noom helps us develop a new relationship with food. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash gold digger. All right, Tarzan, I have heard about you for so long and now I finally get to talk to you. So welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me, Jenna. I am a longtime listener. Yours is this is one of my favorite podcasts. Well, let's make this show extra special then. What do you say? Let's do it. Awesome. Okay, so kind of give me the rundown because I know Tarzan K where she's at right now in this moment. But to be honest, I don't know a ton about your story and how you got to where you are. So kind of give us the rundown of what you do and the journey that led you to where you are today. Okay, great. So a lot of people know me as a copywriter. I actually usually when I start a podcast interview and we're like in the preamble before recording, I'll be like, don't call me a copywriter. Because (laughs) right now I'm in this transition of like really trying to change the way people see me because I don't write copy for clients anymore. I specifically just do launch strategy and email strategy. So I do write like, you know, when I'm working with private clients, which I take very few. We do some writing like live in the moment on the call, but mostly like I'm teaching people how to plan out their launches, how to like do a whole 30 stack email strategy and like what actually goes in those emails, what's the main messaging, all that kind of stuff. And I teach about, I have courses and I'm programs about how to do email way better, whether you're a service mm-hmm. provider or a course creator. So I got into this like I'm going to say about I'm about three and a half years into my business. So I feel very fresh, but internet years are like dog years. So I guess I'm (laughs) I'm in like year 20 or something. But so I started out when I was traveling and I answered some ad that was like about posting, like doing a social media manager or something. And then I, so I started doing that, which by the way, I was terrible at, I'm still not good at social media. It's a major weak spot for me and in my business. So I started out doing that. And then through like learning about online business, I was like, Oh, copywriting. What's that? Like, that sounds fun. I want to be a writer. So I started, you know, sort of doing like the Upwork back then there was a website called people per hour. Maybe it's still around. Anyway, I was, sort of doing that loosely but like I'm I'm 34 now and up until the time I started my business at 30 I had never had a full-time job in my life so I was just like traveling like doing what I needed to do I went to music school I went to law school like every copywriter literally has been to law school (laughs) or was a lawyer and is now a copywriter anyway so just like not doing very much and then when I met my partner and we had a baby then we were like 
like, I was like, okay, I have to actually get serious about making money now. And also I'm freaking sick of being broke. Like I was just mm-hmm. yeah, great. Like I never had a full-time job and I was having fun with my life, but I also was like really financially stressed all the time. So my son is one year old and somehow my partner found it in himself to trust me that I would support the family and he would be a full-time stay-at-home dad. And so early on in my business, this is like year one, I took B school. I got really great results. I started taking more programs and I was like, oh, online courses. This is amazing. I want to take more of them. And also like, I want to write for these people. So that was like how I got started. And I did a lot of copywriting. Like I have written thousands of emails and hundreds of sales pages. (laughs) And um, then as my, like my street cred grew, I just found, so as my street cred grew, my prices also kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I was finding, I was like, okay, the sort of client that's coming to me now, like A, they're not even ready to hire a copywriter. And B, if I just send them out with a great sales page, like, well, so what? There's 18 other parts of their online course launch that also need to get dialed in. And uh, so that's when I started transitioning into more of like, like you could also say like, I'm a launch coach. Like that's really, I help people put the whole thing together. So that's sort of the whole story up until now. I need to connect the dots here because you glazed over a really important piece and I'm curious about it. So you see these Marie Forleo's, these Amy Porterfields, and you're like, I want to write for them. And then you're like, and then I wrote for them. Walk me through what that looks like because I feel like so many entrepreneurs, like we have these dream clients or these dream people that we love to work with, but the ladder feels really long in order to get there. How did that work? Uh, Okay. Yeah. So I did see early on in my business, I was like, yeah, I need to connect with people who know people. And so in my first year of business, I joined a mastermind with Joanna Weeb, who is uh, the founder of Copy Hacker. She's awesome. She's like the mother of, you know, modern online course copywriting. So I joined that. And one of the big reasons I joined is because I had read a testimonial of someone that said, Joanna is very generous with introductions. And I was like, oh, so I want to know Joanna. I want to know, like, I want her to see that I know what I'm doing. And I feel like she could connect me with people, introduce me to people. So that was a good move. She did introduce me to people. How I got connected with Amy Porterfield. There's, I think there's a whole blog post about working with her on my website, which you can check out. But there was this, so Joanna Weeb and Rye Schwartz, who writes for, or who wrote, I think they're kind of, he's sort of moved on to something else now, but he did like lots of launch copy for Amy Porterfield. So Joanna and Rye had this email copywriting challenge. And at this point I was like, I'm going to say six or seven months into my business. And I, it was a three day challenge and I became obsessed with winning this challenge. (laughs) And for three days, all I did was was write emails and hustle votes and I won. And so the biggest benefit of that win was that I became friends with Rye Schwartz and he could see what I was doing and that I was like a reliable service provider and talented. And 
at some point as we got to know each other, he was like, you know, Amy really needs someone to like, she's got way more copy than I can handle. He's like moving on. The thing about copywriters, and I know you found this yourself, Jenna, it's really hard to keep the good ones because if you have that skill, why wouldn't you use it for yourself? Mm -hmm. Like so Mm -hmm. many super successful online entrepreneurs used to be copywriters. And uh, so that's sort of, I think what was going on with Rye. He was like, okay, he's looking at the next stage of his business and who he's going to pass the torch to. And he passed the torch to me through that connection. Like I was invited to speak at Amy's uh, annual event, which again was a big connector. Like I think in order to work with these big clients, like probably the number one thing is you have to show up in front of them and like meet them at their level. And that can be hard when you are starting out and you feel like you're such a beginner, but like just showing up, like, you know, you probably can point to a time when you were going to hire a service provider, but on the call, they were like not confident or like seemed like too much like fangirling or something. That's a big part of it. So that was a strength that I, I think I honed really well. Does that answer the question? Absolutely. And I think, okay, can we keep digging on this just because I'm curious? So please, let's do it. Especially when you talked about like you joined a mastermind right away. And we've talked about masterminds a ton Mm -hmm. on this show. What and you don't have to say the amount, but like as a single provider for your family, Mm. making Mm. an investment like that really early on in your career, that had to hurt a little bit. And you had to believe like this is going to pay dividends, maybe not immediately, but soon. Like walk me through that investment because like courses and all of that, I feel like people don't even start to dive into that world until three years into their business. But you kind of changed it. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually a really great story. So for one thing, one thing that Joanna had on her side was like Kira Hug, who wrote the sales page that year for for Joanna's mastermind, the copywriter mastermind, which most people call TCM. So this was TCM three and the third year. And Kira was working on the sales page and she said, hey, we didn't even know each other. She just said, hey, Tarzan, can I interview you? You know, she was just getting like voice of customer data because she had correctly identified me as someone who would be a great fit for the program. So. So I knew that it was coming and uh, I was like, yeah, that's something that I'm going to be interested in. I didn't know the price. And then weirdly enough, the mastermind launched and it was $11,000. I think 11,000 on the payment plan. It might've even been more and that's us. I'm in Canada. So for me, $11,000 is actually more like 15 or $16,000. And that year, that was my first year in business and my total revenue was 60,000. So that's like not bad. That's like pretty good for first year in business. But also that means that investment represents 25% of my revenue. (laughs) And when you're in business, like there's just a million things you could spend money on. Like you make 60, if you take home 20, like you're doing great. So here's what happened. I got an email one day. I didn't even know the thing had launched. I got an email from another copywriter that I was connected to and he said, Hey, are you joining Joanna's mastermind? And I was like, wait, what it's open. And he said, yeah, it just opened today. So I like, I am a super action taker. I know what I want and I just do it. So I went to the sales page. I didn't see a webinar or anything. If for your listeners who have may have heard me talk about the color coded copy strategy, like I'm a red and the red personality, it's based on disc. It's like action taker, like wants what they want and they want it yesterday. So I click through and I'm like, 
yeah, I want this. It's $11,000, i.e. 15 or 16. And this is early in my business when I still thought that I had to consult my husband about business decisions. I do not do that anymore. Okay. So I call my husband and I'm like, Jay, I want to join this mastermind. It's $15,000. I probably said 11 because that sounds like less, even though that's not really what it would have been for us. Let's say 15 because it works well. You'll see why. I have to join this mastermind. It's $15,000. I just want to like, is it okay? Or I don't know how I worded it. He is like flying down the highway. He's got a kid crying in the back. We don't have any money in our bank account. And he's like, Tarzan, I don't know what you want me to say. I just got a bill from the CRA, which is like the IRS, Canada Revenue Agency. I just got a bill from Canada Revenue Agency for $15,000. I don't know how I'm going to pay this. Like, I can't, I don't know. Like, he's like, of course, he wants to tell me no, but he also wants to support me. So he's not going to go either way. (laughs) And I got off the phone and I just got out my credit card and I made the first payment. And it was scary, but it was also a really good lesson. It was like he's not in this world a Mm -hmm. like things to an outsider things that we buy look really expensive like if you want to work with me for an hour which people do all the time like it's fifteen hundred dollars to a person at the time of this recording right like you listening to this six months from now it's probably not available and if it is it's probably double so that's just how things move in this online world and when you're offline like it seems like an astronomical amount of money because it's just hard for offline people to connect with like the true amount of possibility in this space it's just like limitless the industry is growing so fast there's just so much money changing hands like now I make, I will confidently make a business decision of that size or even more. Like now I'm looking at hiring my first full-time employee. So like, well, that's like a 50 or $60,000 decision. I am not consulting my husband. Like he's not, that's not his job. Like it's way too, it's like sometimes when he's fixing something in the house, like he's really good at maintaining the house. Like he's awesome. He can fix anything. He's like really good at DIY and he likes fixing stuff. So sometimes he'll come to me and he'll like explain what he's doing with (laughs) plumbing. (laughs) I'm like, I shut down. I'm like, please don't burden me with the details of this plumbing job. Like I can't help. So just don't do it. It's the same thing. I love that. Drew does that too, where he'll be like, check out this new story on this animal. And I'm like, honey, my brain is a very <laughs> limited space right now. We're at capacity. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. And I think what's so interesting, I've experienced very similar parallels, especially when it comes to investments like that. And I feel like as women, especially like strong, powerful women, we will not make a bad investment because we want to prove that we were right. And so mm. it's like, if I'm going to invest in something like that or at that level, you better believe I'm going to make it worth every single penny and then some because I'm not going to be wrong, you know? And so yes. I love that. I, oh, I completely agree. And the other thing I think that people need to know when they're making any business decision, it's like we sweat over like, is this right? Is this this wrong actually like 
it's like there are no wrong decisions. Like maybe yep. you joined the, you bought the wrong software or whatever, but you had to make that move so you could get to the thing that you do want. So it's completely a matter of how you look at it. Like there will be some investments that you make that you're like, mm, that wasn't, didn't work out as good as this other investment. But yep. you don't even know, A, like years from now, you might be like, oh, that's why I did that. And that's yep. the lesson. Like the main thing I always tell the people in my group program, like, you know how to be successful? Like, here's the number one secret to being successful. You ready for it, Jenna? Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Just don't quit. That's the whole secret. Just don't quit. Keep going. So speaking of quitting and kind of transitioning into your superpower, which is launching, I am obsessed with launching. Like I get so excited about it, whether it's my product, someone else's like that to me feels like a kid in a candy store. It's super fun to me. It's almost like a game. And when I start to teach other people about launching or we talk through things, I feel like so many people don't save enough energy for the actual launch. And And so they work super hard on this brand new product or course or service or offer, whatever that is. And then out comes the time to launch it. And one, they're sick of talking about it. And two, they didn't save any energy or any runway to actually create a launch strategy. What do you recommend for people to like make sure this doesn't happen? Because I feel like a lot of times we're spending 90% of our time actually creating the offer and 10% of the time actually launching it. And I think we have to flip it. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I actually strongly urge people, especially when they're starting out and everyone has a different opinion on this. So it's okay for your listeners if it doesn't resonate with them, but I recommend launching first and creating second. That's how I've done it with all of my most important programs. And in fact, the one time that I like, I have one program that I retired, it's never sold very well. I created it first and then I sold it. And it was like so heartbreaking because often like your first launch, like it, you know, it doesn't make you instantly rich. Most of the time it does not. So, but I do have a couple of secrets. So the one thing is it's so important for people to know, like doing any sort of launch it requires so much mental energy and so much emotional energy. There's the work that you have to do, which is a lot, but even perhaps even more demanding is like the space that you have to hold for your people. You are holding space for the hopes and dreams of thousands of people. And that takes a lot of energy. So when I'm going into a launch, I want to have prepared as much as I possibly can, like way ahead of time. So there's lots of great tools. And you know what, I'm going to include this and I'm going to make a little bonus bundle for your listeners. And I will include this. One thing that's really important for me is my promo calendar. So I sit down and like anyone who's doing seven figure launches or multiple six figure launches, I 100% guarantee they have a promo calendar. So if you want to have that big launch, you also have to have one. And for me, like it's really simple. I just put it in a Google doc and I create a table and I start by plotting out cart open, 
cart close, the webinars. Then I work backwards, the webinar invites, the show up emails. Then I plot out all the promo emails. Then you can put in your Facebook ads. If you're doing those, you can put in your expiring bonuses, like every single important date. And yes, you can put the, you can write these down as dates, but being able to see it in a calendar format, like it will just makes it so much more clear, like exactly what needs to be created. You can share that with any contractors that you're working with, like at a glance, you know, everything that needs to be created. The next step from there is I would create a new project in Asana and put down every single task that needs to get created. And you can organize that by the stage of your launch, like pre-launch, post-webinar, downsell or whatever. Or you can also, you can arrange it by the tasks for the individual people. You could arrange it by like copy assets, design assets. There's lots of different ways to organize it. You find what works for you. But For me, like the more prepared and organized I am, the less stressed I am. That means I can prepare all these assets ahead of time. And if I'm not stressed, then I have the emotional bandwidth to do my most important work, which is space holding for my audience. So give me some examples when you say space holding, because I love this and I feel like I've never heard it put in this way. Share some like tangible examples of what that looks like, because I agree. I think it is the most exhausting piece, but it's also like the most important and exciting piece. Like this is why we do what we do. So what does that look like? Totally. Okay. So oftentimes like the most obvious example is just responding to people's questions and objections. So one thing that I really love to do, I have this tool that I'm obsessed with called BombBomb. It's a video tool. Like there's other tools. I just happen to really like this one because it has some cool features. It allows me to send video replies to my emails. So I'm like consciously really getting out of my inbox. So I'm not seeing customer service inquiries and email replies and all that. But during a launch, this is a really key time. The people who are willing to hit reply on an email, on a promo email, like they are so hot. So I will go in there and, you know, they'll say something like, like particularly if it's around money and they feel financially stressed, like I have to go in there and remind them what's possible. Like I have to sell them the dream. And if I'm tired and I don't really believe in the dream myself because I'm exhausted and all I want to do is take a nap, it's really hard to show up and say like, in a convincing way and say like, look at all this opportunity. I know it's scary for you. It was scary for me too, but I know you have what it takes and I know you can do it. Like that's space holding. It also happens on a webinar, like on a grander scale, you bring your own energy to a webinar. If if you're doing three or four webinars, you're going to be really tired by the fourth one. It's probably going to be toward the end of the launch and you probably already wanted to quit five times and you have to show up and you have to smile and you have to convince people that like, like I hope it, it doesn't sound like you have to be deceptive. It's just like, like my life as an entrepreneur is freaking awesome. Like I have the dream, but sometimes when I'm in a launch, I'm tired and I, I forget, like I lose the vision. So I need to be able to connect to that vision so I can share it with my audience. 
Let's pause here for a quick moment to thank Noom for sponsoring this episode. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Gold Digger. Now, I appreciate my body in a whole new way now that I'm a mom, and I want to create new habits and become the healthiest version of myself so that I can keep up with that sweet little baby girl as she grows and starts exploring the world. So I started exploring Noom. Noom is this habit-changing solution based in psychology. It teaches you why you do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones. While Noom can help you develop a new relationship with food, it's not a diet app. It's one of the biggest and most accurate food databases available that lets you track meal habits, visualize portion sizes, and see calorie density at a glance. I like being able to get more information about the food I'm putting in my body and how it will impact my energy, my mood, and align with my fitness goals. Noom also gives you a specialist and access to a community of members. Accountability definitely has a way of keeping me on track. Like my coach actually messages me to check in with me and I'm like, oh, here I am. I got this. So you can sign up today for your trial at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash gold digger. Visit Noom.com slash gold digger to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com slash gold digger. Thank you for tuning into Gold Digger. Our sponsor, FabFitFun, is giving you $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com using the code Gold Digger just for listening to this episode. If you need a treat yourself moment as fall creeps up on us, honestly, how is it almost fall? The FabFitFun subscription box is the perfect gift to yourself. FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size, premium, beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and tech products sent straight to your doorstep every season. It's like a friend who knows exactly what you love, does the shopping for you, and packages it all up in a cute little box and sends it straight to you four times a year. You won't find travel size or sample size items. FabFitFun is full size. The real deal products all curated to showcase the season's best in beauty, skincare, tech, and more. Some of the items in the box are customizable too, so you can be sure that you'll get exactly what you want. My past boxes have included swell water bottles, a jade roller, amazing under eye masks by Black, and more. The FabFitFun fall box releases soon and it retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. You can use the coupon code GOLDDIGGER for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's $10 off your first FabFitFun box when you use the code GOLDDIGGER at FabFitFun. Mm, I love that. And I realized as you were talking, like, I always say, like, get in the trenches, like, because I feel like a lot of times, too, when people do a launch and they bring on contractors and, you know, they maybe have more help than they do on any given day. It's almost like they feel like beyond like checking your DMs or like responding to people or like Mm -hmm. asking people for actual questions and answering them. And it's like Mm -hmm. the only way I think to sell ethically and like like emotionally is actually saying like, I care about you enough that I can speak to how this is going to change your life or, or help you. Or Mm. I care enough to listen to what you're going through and I can show you how, what I've created is going to be the answer. And I love that. I love how you're talking about this. I think it's so important and really quickly forgotten. 
Mm, totally. It's like that last 5%. Like there's so much that goes into creating an online course and then launching it. And there's all these emails and there's all these design assets. There's all these things that need to be created. But like that last 5% of like you fully showing up for your program and for your students, like that's what actually gets people to buy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So walk me through this. I feel like I'm a decent copywriter. I love writing. I love writing content for my audience. But when it comes to launches, I am the first person to recognize that launch copy is not for me. <laughs> um, mm. And so walk me through what is the difference between writing copy for launches versus writing copy for your website or an email or an Instagram caption? What's the difference? Okay, so when you're writing copy for Instagram or email, let's let's just say nurture emails, like that's your time to just connect with people to make it fun. Like you have basically no ulterior motive. That's where like you can share anything and you can get to know them and you can go deep and you can share like interesting details about what you're doing in your life. And like they will love that in your social media feed, whatever they want to see, like what you're doing, like you can, your listeners already know, like you really excel at that. But in a launch, there is, there has to be an overarching message. Like what is the transformation? And also where are you at in the entire period of the launch? So if you think about the five stages of awareness, and this is something that all copywriters have training on and we should all know about. So there's the first stage of awareness is problem unaware. Like they don't even know, don't even try and sell to those people. It's way too, it's way too difficult a task. So the next people are problem aware. So they're like, I know, I know that my business is not making money. I don't know what to do about it. The third stage, solution aware. Okay, so I know that I have a problem. I'm not making money. I think that one solution could be to sell an online course. Okay, now they're solution aware. The next stage is product aware. So not only do I know I have a problem because I'm not making money, something's wrong in my business, a possible solution could be to launch an online course. And now I'm product aware. I know that... Amy Porterfield has a course called Digital Course Academy that could teach me how to solve the problem. So that's the fourth stage. Now they're getting really close. The last stage, most aware, this is like, I know there's a problem. I know what the solution is. I know about this specific solution. And not only that, I know the program is open right now. I know there's a bonus that's happening right now. If I sign up by Tuesday, I'm going to get this special offer. If I sign up through Jenna, like, oh, I definitely want to sign up through Jenna because she's giving away all this extra stuff. Like that is the most aware stage. So when you are in a launch, when you're constructing a launch and, and putting all those emails together, you always have to know what stage of awareness people are at and you got to speak to that stage. So early on when you're inviting people to the webinar, like, well, there you're really focusing on like digging into the fact that they actually have a problem. Your business isn't making money. Oh, okay. In this webinar, I'm going to teach you about like the solution, which is launching an online course. That's going to be so great for you. It's going to be really profitable. And then at the end of the webinar, now that you know the solution, you're going to introduce the product and then you're going to send them to the sales page that gives like, well, actually, in let's say you're doing a webinar and then you introduce to them the product and then get them to the most aware stage where it's like, and also I'm going to give you all these bonuses. So And then at the promos, like when you're writing your promo emails, now you assume they are most aware 
and you can't always assume that. But so that's the number one thing you want to be thinking about during the launch. And also like, what is the transformation? Like they all have to go together every day that you're sending an email during the launch. There has to be a reason like what's happening today. Why should I buy today? Maybe there's a new bonus that you just announced. Maybe there's a bonus that's expiring. Maybe you just announced a new payment plan. Maybe the doors are closing today. Well, that's really obvious. Like the hard part is usually in the middle, like where there's a weird lull and you have to think of reasons for them to buy. But there is like a whole strategy that goes into launch emails. And, you know, in your posts, like you really like that's what's beautiful about writing newsletter emails and posting on social media as you're you're free, you're in the moment. That's what makes it special is like, I want to know what Jenna's doing today. Like, Oh, is she doing a photo shoot? Oh, what's she shooting? You know? So, okay. You are speaking my language. <laughs> I love launching. And so everything you're saying, I'm like, yep, 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 yep. But I'm also thinking back to Jenna three, four years ago when I was like, wait, I have to like email people about this and wait, I can't just post to Instagram and I need more than just like a MailChimp opt-in form in order to collect money. How can we (laughs) simplify what this would look like if somebody was just creating something new? It doesn't have to be a course. It could be a course, could be like a new digital product or, you know, they're opening up mini sessions for photographers. Like, what would you recommend? Let's just say we kept it to like a three part something. What would you say that they needed? Okay, this is a really great question because the sort of launches that you and I do, they are very advanced and there's something to work up to. It's not something to do the first time. So, and I have done a lot of like scaled back. Some of my most successful launches, actually, I have done, I have pared it down to only the bare essentials because sometimes I get an opportunity to promote something and I don't have time to create all this stuff. So let's say you're doing a special promotion. You want to book some private clients. I love to do this. So once or twice a year, I will send out an email and there could be like, let's say you always have to have a window. Like don't make it available in perpetuity, make it special for them because you need to give them a reason to take action. So let's say you're going to do a special promotion for your private client work and it starts on Monday and it closes on Friday. If you want, sometimes depending on certain audiences, you might want to get the weekend in there, but let's say it's Monday to Friday. So like start by just putting a timeline on it. The simplest possible thing you can do is an email only promotion. Mm -hmm. So, but even in that email only promotion, there does have to be some way for them to buy from you. So if you're a service provider, it's probably getting them on a call. So without creating any landing pages or anything, I have this, you know what? This is great. I'm like thinking about what I could share with your audience. (laughs) I have another great swipe. I'm going to bundle up some stuff together, but I have this great swipe that I have set that has made so much money for me. It's one email. It says, do you want to work with me? And the email is really short. It says like, I'm creating a really special package. It's only going to be available this one time. It's for people who X, Y, Z, you can like, you want to say who it's for, who it's not for. Mm -hmm. If you're interested, just reply, hit reply and say, Tarzan, I want to hear more. So that's the first email. And if you have a bit of an email list and you've been developing a relationship with them, people are going to, you're going to get a bunch of replies. So I get the replies and I send them a video with my favorite tool, BombBomb. 
and I will walk them through like what the thing is. Sometimes depending, you can experiment. There's no right or wrong answer. Should I tell them the price or should I not? If it's like higher ticket, like 10,000 or above, or actually even 5,000 or above, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably walk them through the offer and get them on a call. And then you can tell them the price there. So basically one email. Do you want to work with me? Everyone who replies, you reply, send them something personalized. You can do a little bit more advanced if you want to send them to like a landing page and walk them through the offer. Like if you expect that you're going to have a lot of replies and it will be too much volume, well, you could create a landing page with a video and then a link to your calendar. Like that's how I've usually done it. I've done this a million different ways. You can't get this wrong. Like if you've been nurturing people and you just want to sell some new private clients, like this works. So I will give your audience a resource on like how to actually pull that off. It's really simple. It's laid out in a Google doc. It's really easy. So that's one way. Here's another example. Last year, last fall, I was invited to promote the copy cure and I was super excited. It was a really small group of people that got invited to promote the copy cure. First time they're ever doing affiliates. The program's relaunching, totally redone. And I was like, I got to do this. Like I can't say no, this is a great opportunity. So all I did was write uh, like it's affiliate promotions are super great as we talked about, like, cause you don't have to deliver on the back end. So all I did was send a series of like five to seven emails and I couldn't believe it. The offer was so well matched to my audience. I made like 75 sales. I barely had to do anything. It was, it felt like free money. Another example. Okay. One more example. So last year, I was coming back from San Diego. I had just spoken at Amy Porterfield's annual conference, which is so good. It's a fantastic event. And I was like, okay, people just found me. They're really hungry. Like they want something from me. So I'm going to launch a group program. And I did not have... I did everything. I did nothing like I would usually do. I didn't send a single promo email. So first of all, I emailed my list and I said, Hey, I gave this talk. Do you guys want to see it? Come to this webinar. So I set up the webinar and at the end of the talk, I just tacked on a pitch and I said, I'm opening this program. It's all about email. Go to this link and book a call if you're interested. So my calendar got plenty of calls booked in. And then instead of doing a sales page, which I didn't have time to create, I typed up the whole offer in a Google Doc. I made it, I formatted it. I made it look really pretty. I got on calls with people and then I just passed them off to my assistant to collect the money. Like it was the simplest sale and the simplest launch I've ever done. There were literally no bells and whistles. I didn't have any bonuses whatsoever. It was just really well-timed. I kept it simple. And that was my first ever $100,000 month. I was elated. I was like, not only have I crossed the four minute mile now, I know it's possible I can make a hundred grand in the bank in one month, but also it can be easy. Like that was the greatest gift. I think that's so amazing because especially as we continue to refine our craft and and level up and like see like you know 30 part sequences and all these like segmentations and all these things it's like such an amazing reminder of like you need to be willing one to connect on a personal level with people like you're not beyond that and two you just need an offer that's creating a solution for people like I think we overcomplicate things and you and I like now that Mm. we're in this launching world like the nitty gritty stuff is what excites me like split testing and blah 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 and all these things but like 
when we go back to the very beginning, um, you know, you need an email list of even just a hundred people. And if two people signed up, that's 2% conversion, which most people do Mm. way beyond that. That could be life changing. Like that could pay your mortgage or your grocery bill or your cell phone bill or put gas in the tank. Like it's so amazing because I love how you just described that. And that was your most profitable thing. And of course, like who knows what could have happened if you would have put in the strategies that you've implemented in other businesses. But what a beautiful reminder of like create an offer that serves people, serve people and bada bing, bada boom. Like there you are. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Let it be easy. I often tell my students and my clients like, Stop comparing yourself to a multiple seven figure business that has five full time employees and has been doing this for 14 years. Like you are not going to recreate that launch this year. Mm -hmm. So let's like figure out how we can make this really simple. Mm -hmm. And also like let's like I think people need to really give themselves permission to celebrate what they're doing and what they've achieved because I think there's this like you know there's a there's so much marketing hype and I do it too because I see what's possible it's really easy to feel disappointed if you didn't make ten thousand dollars the first time you launched and maybe you feel like oh it's because I didn't have eight different expiring bonuses and I only did one webinar and I should have done four like I just want us to celebrate. If you launched your stuff, you're already like in the top 5%. Mm -hmm. Because most people, they won't launch. They'll talk about it and learn about it. And then they never launch. And then in that 5%, it's probably 80-20. That's like always how it goes, right? Let's say in the 20%, 80% of those people will launch once and never do it again. And those who are successful with launching... They're the ones that didn't quit. Yes. It was funny today in one of my Facebook groups, one of my students launched a program for the first time yesterday and she's like one person signed up and I was fearful that she would be disappointed because her goal is 50, but she has a long span to get 50. And yet she was celebrating and I was like, you get it. You get it. One person signed up. You have an offer that is valid, that is valuable. And somebody sees the value in that. Now you just need to find 49 other people just like that one because you know that there's one out there. And I think like I was just so proud of her because I was like, yes, you understand this business. Because if you put something straight out the gate and you expect 20, 30, 100, 1,000 people to just jump on it. This isn't the business for you. It's it's one. It's the power of one compounded over and over and over again in the right one that changes everything. Completely. And that is the attitude of a person who has long yeah. game. And whenever I'm promoting my programs, I always tell people like, this is for you if you have long yeah. game. This is for you if you want to be in business five years yeah. from now. Like if you actually just want to make, you know, a bunch of like a stack of cash in the next 30 days. Well, I have some ideas and I could help you with that. But really, like, I don't don't join if that's all you're after. Get someone else's program. I want people here that are they want to build relationships and they see that if they can just like help one person and change one person's life. Well, that's an amazing start. And that's going to lead to one other person and one other person after that. Okay, so final thought that I want to break down with you, because I've just I love where 
where this is gone is when you're talking about an email list, I'm sure that there are some listeners listening and they're thinking like Tarzan has a hundred thousand eager people on her email list. And that's why it's so easy for her to talk about all of these responses and replies when she puts out a simple email. Walk me through what your list is and talk about how you leverage it, no matter how many people are on it. Okay, great. That's an awesome question. So my list is the biggest it's ever been. It's at about 6,000 people right now. And I have like, I'm going to say almost no social media following. Like I am not, that is a big gap for me. I'm not good at it for now. I'll learn someday. So currently it's the biggest it's ever been, but let's walk back to my first launch. So my first launch, I promoted B school as an affiliate. I had 750 people on my email list. I did a bit of a push through Facebook ads. I added another 750. So I ended up with 1500 people that launch made me $14,000. Plus I got a, I won a little prize. So I think the total was about 16,000 us with 1500 people. I haven't been great over the years. This is another gap for me at like aggressively going after list growth. So it's mostly grown organically, except for the few times per year when I do a promotion and then like I'll get someone, hire someone short term to like get me a bunch more leads. So mostly I've been really just hyper-focused with building relationships and talking to the people that I do have. Like from day one, I've been really committed to consistently emailing my list. So whatever size list you have, it doesn't matter if it's a hundred or a hundred thousand, like those are the most, that's the number one thing that's going to change your business is just consistently emailing. You might not know the whole strategy yet. You might not be writing amazing emails, but you just be consistent about it because I have found that, you know, yes, my list grew and my launches became more and more profitable. Earlier this year, I was doing an affiliate promotion and I was really working hard to be number one, really wanted to be number one. But the people I was up against have lists well into the hundreds of thousands, in some cases over a million. And I still came fourth place. Me and my little list at that time, I was promoting to one segment of my list with 3,000 subscribers. So like, here's me, number four. And then here's the next guy in line with like probably a hundred times as many (laughs) subscribers. It is so much more about not just your relationship Like, don't think about it as your relationship to the list. It's a list. You can't have a relationship with a list. You can have a relationship to humans, the people. They're not leads. They're leads for you. Fine. They're people. They're people with the same hopes and dreams that you have. So you just got to talk to them and connect with them and be there for them. And if you do that, you will find you need far fewer people on your email list. I love that. And I think it's so cool. I, You know what I love so much about this episode, Tarzan? Is like at the beginning, like we're like mega high scope because that's just where we're at right now. But as we've broken down each layer, like I see so much of my story in yours. And I know that so many people listening are like, wait a second, like, wait a second. She worked with Marie Forleo and Amy Porterfield and she had 750 people on her list. Wait, wait a second. Like just through you showing up and sharing your story, you have painted possibility in a way that is undeniable. And like, thank you. Thank you for doing that. 
Ah, I'm so delighted. I want to shout it from the rooftops. Like until, as I said, like never having had a full-time job until I was 30, the most I had ever made. And to me, I couldn't believe I made this much. There was one year where I made $15,000 and I felt like I had won the lottery. And now like I'm looking at, I'm like, I am actually looking at my business and I'm like, okay, do I want to have a seven figure year? Cause I can see what actually what it would take to get there. And now I'm looking at this and I'm like, I am making a conscious choice. Like, do I want to make a million dollars this year? Four years ago, 15,000, actually four years ago, nothing. It was just one fluke year when I was probably like 25 or something that I made this <laughs> exorbitant sum of money. So I just like, I want to share that with people. Like you just have no idea how fast things can change. And in fact, fast growth comes with its own challenges, as I'm sure you know, Jenna. So you just like, you just have to not quit, man. Keep going. I love that. Where can everybody connect with you? Because I just want to make sure that people can kind of watch your strategy and and really just kind of like understand how you're serving people, because I think you do an exceptional job at it. Okay, so really the best way to connect with me and learn from me is to be on my email list. And there's lots of different ways to get on there on my website, tarzanke.com. But if you go to tarzanke.com slash Jenna, I'm going to put together a bunch of resources that we talked about. So there's the promo calendar, uh, which I'll put together for you and a, a promo calendar. I'll put together a sample promo calendar, but also one that's just fill in the blank that your audience can use. I'll also put in there the book a call strategy that I talked about earlier with the exact email that I actually send. And I'll show you a sample of the landing page. And uh, if I think of anything else, I'll, I'll put some fun little bits and, you know, swipeable emails and stuff in there amazing thank so, you so much for sharing everything slash jenna yes it's my pleasure okay. you are the best we will all go to that link and check it out i'm like already excited to get all of those <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> exist yet so wait until the episode goes live <laughs> it'll be up soon don't Great. worry Great. Mm, i told you it was good you guys and after we got off the line, I was like, Tarzan, I feel like that was like a seven layer casserole. And as we started to dive into the layers, we realized that the foundation doesn't have to be as daunting and scary. I mean, I am all about next level launch strategy. Like that is what I love. That's what fires me up. That's what gets me out of bed. That is what feels like Christmas every day that I get to do it. But I didn't start this way. In fact, I, I started the way that Tarzan said with like a simple email to a really small list that made a difference. And so if you are starting out or you're contemplating like, could this work for me or, or could I create some new revenue through teaching what I know or could I build a course or could I launch something or could this be for me? I want for you to start building that foundation with the simplest way possible serve your people, serve them well, show up for them. Even if it's imperfect, even if you don't know what conversion copywriting is, show up and serve. And as you get in the trenches or create space and paint that possibility, people are going to understand that what you have could be a solution. If you have one person, just one customer, you have proof that what you have built is valuable. So keep on that journey. And man, this episode was so fun to dig into each layer of it. 
And while we started at the top of, of where we currently are, as we dove back and pulled back those layers, I hope that you see that our starting point might look just like where you are today. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you. Thank you for hitting play on another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast today. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.